Hello, welcome to Education in Dystopia. A lot's happened in the past year and a half. Also, a while's passed since the last few episodes. Several months. And a lot has happened since then, at least for me. The country's gone back to normal after the COVID pandemic. Well, relatively. People are shopping and going to work and gonna restart school. Even though a third wave has been ramping up, and who knows. But most importantly, we're back to normal. Where normal was bad before, and now it's probably worse than before. And I was thinking lately about dystopia. I mention to someone every once in a while that I think we live in a sort of hell world, and I occasionally talk to people about dystopia, about what it means to them, and whether or not we live in one. I guess some people disagree, but I think we do live in a dystopia. But then I was thinking, I think we actually live in something worse than dystopia. In fictional dystopias, there are actually real monsters and aliens and demons and whatever, and human supervillains too with superpowers, and there are nuclear wastelands and viral pandemics that are a lot worse than the one we face with COVID. There's mass extinction and all that. Yeah, that's true. And even in those terrible fictional dystopian worlds, even the ones that are more destroyed and evil than this one, you will find some things there that are good, or even necessary for living a good life, that are present in those dystopias that don't seem to be very present here. The first thing that comes to my mind is in those fictional dystopias, the characters seem to know that they're in a dystopia. I don't think this is trivial. Fictional dystopian characters are often very aware of what's going on around them. They're aware things are bad. They talk about it with each other. And part of these dystopian stories usually involves people banding together in a serious way to try and do something about it, to do good things, to counter it, to work with each other, and to take the fight to the bad guys. The zombies, demons, the disaster, whatever. And even if there aren't a lot of people left in that dystopian landscape, or maybe there are, either way, you often find, in these terrible fiction worlds, that a bunch of characters not only have an awareness of what's going on, how things are actually bad and not okay, not only that, they often seem willing and able to do something about it, to communicate about it, to cooperate with others, to try and leave the bad behind and work towards something better. To me, that's contrasted with the nonfiction here and now. Sometimes I feel like everyone's just carrying on with things being real bad, and it seems to me there's a real lack of communication, a lack of cooperation, a lack of acknowledgement, of awareness of what's really going on, a serious inability to think critically or reflect or articulate about it, and just to continue to carry on, like this is okay, this is normal, like we'll just go to work and school and do this forever. Separated and isolated, in denial of the world around us, thinking things are okay or maybe they aren't, but they will be. So just keep going to work, keep paying the bills, keep going to school, and keep preparing the ones who go to school for the same old real world that we were told exists, which is definitely not a dystopia. It's a wonderful world of opportunity. Or maybe it's not so wonderful, at least it's the real world though, and that's just how it is, and there are definitely opportunities to find a job somewhere in there. As long as you follow the rules, stay on track, and be a good little student or citizen, good things will come. Nothing we're doing here is wrong. But if it is, nothing we can do about it anyway, so why try? So don't be negative. Just enter my classroom with a smile. Get that good grade, young fella, and the world is your oyster. A hallmark of dystopia is that everything's backwards from what it should be. 
Now this goes way beyond school and the education system, but let's just look at that for an example. What does it say about the place we live in when the most taught and learned thing in school is, first and foremost, to follow instructions and obey authority? And that is the first and foremost thing that is taught and learned, even if not on purpose. I don't really care at this point who can't seem to notice or acknowledge this. I don't know how you could honestly disagree with this if you're familiar with schools and what goes on in there. More than any particular content knowledge or skill, school teaches people first and foremost to obey authority and follow instructions. And by extension, whatever world or system you live in and whoever is in charge. Then we're taught to not be curious. It's not important. You will be told what you need to do. By extension, curiosity threatens authority, so again, don't be curious. Also, don't be creative. For similar reasons, creativity is frowned upon. We don't say it is, but it is. It threatens the people in charge and the prevailing model of knowledge and the traditions and the culture and the economics and everything that sucks so bad. People will give you the steps and instructions to follow, so don't worry about it. By the way, when it's time to be creative, it's fine to do it in small doses. Like I said, we don't say it's not fine. You can do it in small doses, and we say that's being creative. And to the extent that whatever the given authorities approve of it, you can do that. You can be creative in that way. Mainly, do it when it's productive and profitable and whatever gets you the good grade. Empathy, what's that? Who cares? Health and well-being, not that important. Okay, health and well-being are more important than empathy, which is useless. But health and well-being are still not that important, we learn. Repeating facts is way more important. Learning skills is more important. Following instructions is way more important, of course. You only need to be healthy and well to the extent that you can follow instructions well and not be a nuisance and be productive. And finally, you against me, me against you, the world against each other. Another hallmark of dystopias, although as I mentioned, in dystopias there are often people who are willing and able to work together and collaborate in groups to rebel against whatever. But through school here and now, we have this innate ability to communicate this drive to cooperate and collaborate, beaten out of our hearts and minds, and consequently, everyone's terrible at collaborating to rebel against the evil or totalitarian destructive powers. Whatever those may be in our dystopia, who knows, I can't figure it out, and I'm not going to think about it. So yeah, I do believe, in fact, we live in some kind of dystopia, and I think in many ways it's worse. I can watch or read a fictional dystopia and be envious of the characters there. It must be a lot less frustrating, at least, when the people in the story are aware of what's going on, that it is, in fact, a dystopian reality they live in. When everyone seems to just get it and admit it, I envy that. And if I'm going to live in a dystopia, I want to be in one where it is actually possible to communicate and collaborate with other people against the destructive force on a regular basis. You know, instead of everyone always being busy, or having to go to work, or do their homework, or whatever the hell, Otherwise trivial shit people have to do in order to pay their bills and not feel too uncomfortable because to go outside the daily routine is unfathomable, in part because it gets us a bad grade. Who knows? Maybe it has to get even worse here in this one. I've no doubt that it will. <laughs>